0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patriot Underground. Today is July 16th, 2023. Thank you so much for joining me, folks, to discover the truth beneath the surface. As always, I really do appreciate everybody out there taking the time to listen. So I'm going to do something a little bit different. As a matter of fact, I just got back to my house. I did a coffee chat and started listening to the playback. And unfortunately, there was this problem with the audio that persisted throughout the course of the video. And I really wanted to convey certain things that I had talked about in my coffee chat, but I also didn't want to put out a video that was painful for everyone to listen to. So I'm going to attempt to sort of recreate the conversation that I just had with all of you in the car and convey some of the things that are really weighing on me and are in my heart this morning that I think is important for everybody out there to stop and consider for a moment. So it's been a while since I've done a coffee chat. And certainly my audience knows that I've been going through some personal difficulties over the past month or so that have really thrown me off to a large degree. And I've been trying to establish a new baseline, I guess is probably the best way to say it, because circumstances unfolded in my life that I simply was not ready for or prepared for. And I think all of us out there can relate to that to some degree or another where something happens and it just forces you into a period of reflection And into a period of sort of recalibration. And that's largely what I've been engaged with this past month or so. And as a matter of fact, I had attempted to get some more content out this week, but about four or five days ago, I woke up and was really under the weather. My voice pretty much went away for a couple of days. So I think that was yet another reminder from the Lord that sometimes it's important, even though wild horses couldn't drag me away from this fight, it's important to take time to really heal and to recalibrate and to find your baseline again and ultimately to rejuvenate so that you have the energy to move forward in this battle. And that's ultimately what I'm committed to. So it's been an incredible experience over this past couple of years that has unfolded so quickly that I have barely had a chance or given myself a chance to really take stock of it all and to appreciate what it all is and what it all represents. and. In that process, I've come to discover several important things about this journey. And I think that where we are in the process right now is a good place to share some of these thoughts and ideas. Now, obviously you've heard me talk in the past about the parallel construction of these two different strategies. And this is something that I think is vitally important for everyone out there to understand, especially as we get into the more complex aspects and operations that have to take place before we actually get to the other side, before we really see the light at the end of the tunnel. But I, personally, I can actually see that light at the end of the tunnel already. I think many of you can as well, but we also recognize that there's going to be a lot of chaos, a lot of tumultuous events are going to unfold in the not-too-distant future. In fact, everything that's happened already, the way I look at it is sort of like a precursor or almost a foreshadowing of events to come. And we know that the White Hats have maneuvered the cabal into a position of desperation. And despite all of their optics, despite their confidence game, despite their propaganda and the gaslighting, which of course is really the only tactic that they know, if you scratch just beneath the surface, you can see palpable panic pretty much everywhere you look within the establishment. And not only that, every single maneuver that the White Hats are making or allowing the deep state to make is serving the purpose of weakening them by destroying their credibility incrementally. And as time has gone on, we've seen that accelerate pretty significantly. The clown show just becomes more and more absurd, more and more outrageous with every single passing day. So we're engaged in this process of awakening the masses and identifying as well that we're not the ones who this movie is intended for. We're not the ones that all of these crazy events are being directed at. We're the ones who God knew were going to be able to navigate through all of this insanity in order to begin the real conversations which we're having on this show and other shows like it that are pioneering the future of this world. And ultimately, what it comes down to, folks, is that we've made the decision that we're gonna see this battle through to the very end. This is a matter of free will, we've all decided, we've all made that determination in our lives that it's necessary for certain people to stand up for the truth no matter what it costs them. And I've delved into this concept in some detail in the past, but we all see where the cabal wanted to take us. We all know, and we're seeing it come out now in the mainstream even, what they wanted to do to our children, what they've done to our children beneath the surface. As we all know, that's a whole separate conversation. But this gradual awareness of evil has been accelerating and it's gotten to the point now where it's very difficult to deny that all of this theatrics that the White Hats are putting on with this movie is geared toward actually jarring the public out of its slumber, awakening the consciousness. Of the masses, in order to achieve a critical mass so that the enemy can no longer function and the enemy can no longer stay cloaked and hidden and therefore cling to power as they've always done in the past. And we know that that's what they do. They rise again like the Phoenix after burning their effigy and they just rebrand. And this is what's been going on now for centuries. And it's such a beautiful thing because both sides. Knew that this was going to happen. They knew that the Great Awakening was going to become a reality once technology had advanced to a certain point that it was able to augment our communication to such a degree that there were going to be new narratives that were going to emerge. And like I say, both sides knew this, and the enemy, they designed all of their apparatus in order to create a situation where. Anyone who spoke out against the establishment, anyone who actually sought out the truth or criticized what they were being told by the government would be labeled a terrorist. And certainly we've seen that come to pass. I mean, 10 years ago or 20 years ago, if you had said something like that, that the government in the United States would eventually turn on its people overtly and call anyone who was a truth seeker and a conservative and someone who believed in God and who rejected this satanic agenda as an enemy of the state, nobody would have believed it. And yet here we are in this incredible season where everything has been flipped upside down. You know, over the past couple of years, I mean, everything has changed. Everything. The world is never going to go back to the way it was before they rolled out the pandemic. It's never going to go back to a new normal. We all recognize that. And I think, quite frankly, that the normies recognize that as well. And that's what's causing that cognitive dissonance. That and this insane clown show, this pantomime, reading stories like Janet Yellen went to China and had psychedelic mushrooms, it's gotten to the point where it's so obvious that even the sleepers Are having a difficult time ignoring everything that's going on and a big part of that of course ties in to what's happening in terms of finances in terms of money there is a direct connection there and i've said before that i think one of the big reasons that we're waiting for this ebs moment is because of the financial reset and that everything surrounding us right now covid and the wars and the rumors of wars and all the different aspects of this war in many ways have been camouflaged to cloak this hidden battle behind the scenes to roll out Nassara and Jassar in the QFS. And on recent episodes, you've actually heard me talk about how this traces back to 9 and reflecting some of the commentary that Scott Young put out there talking about all the different interconnected elements that are woven together in terms of understanding where we're at right now, the trajectory of this war, and how it's always really been about controlling the people in this economic debt prison, keeping us in slavery, keeping their thumb on us economically and informationally. If they can deprive us of the ability to experience a life of abundance or even a life where we just don't have to worry about paying our bills and meeting our basic needs. And at the same time, they can block us from the truth through massive industrial-scale deception over generations. They thought that they could effectively prevent the ascension of humanity. That's always been their plan. And the White Hats knew this. John F. Kennedy knew this. The only thing that they didn't know at that time was how powerful the cabal had become, how deep their tentacles went, how many gray hats actually exist and are embedded as bowls, as infiltrators in virtually every pillar of our society. And we know back in—I mean, the Kennedy era—that was in the '60s. You can only imagine how much infiltration has occurred since then. Which, I mean, that historical moment, most of us agree, was the cabal's coup, their final coup. Maybe not their final coup, but certainly in terms of ideological subversion. This was their final coup against we the people. And all of the optimism, everything that John F. Kennedy stood for was killed on the day that he was killed. And gradually what they did then was they introduced all of this sickness into our society, all of this Satanism. And they they did it incrementally, as they always do, just like with the television. They made it wholesome in the beginning. They rope everybody in. The Same thing with the internet. And then there's the classic bait and switch. And that's what happened in the 60s. They, co-op, they co-opted that movement. We, we now understand that humanity was basically scheduled for, for lack of a better word, for our ascension back in the 70s, and it was derailed by the Kennedy assassination and the cultural, quote unquote, revolution of the 1960s, which was entirely concocted by the CIA to function as a means of division that could then be weaponized. You see, the other thing we have to maintain in the forefront of our minds in this conversation is that the cabal, most of us just think linearly. We think from one step to the next step, to the next step, to the next step. The cabal, they do that, but they also have a much larger battle plan than most people understand. We're talking over generations. They think in terms of multi-generational strategy. And so what began in the 1950s with the cultural revolution of the television and then into the 60s, combined with the assassination of Kennedy and putting us, well, taking us off of the gold standard that Nixon did in 71. Bretton Woods, we we know all about that. The combination of those things led us to where we are today, the ideological subversion and the debt slavery. And these are the conditions that all of us, for the most part, came into the world just accepting as reality, never thinking that It was all designed. It was all concocted by an enemy that had a transhuman agenda that ultimately was geared toward mass depopulation, toward genocide. None of us knew in our lives early on that when we went to the doctor, we were being injected with poisons that would eventually slow down our cognitive development, our spiritual development in many ways because spiritual development can be hindered. When you can poison people, you can poison people's minds. You can poison poison people's bodies. It certainly can inhibit their spiritual development and growth. But God also works within that same paradigm as well. And anything that the enemy uses as a weapon against us, God uses as a tool of strength. That's why the things that happen to us that don't kill us ultimately make us stronger, make us more equipped for exactly what we're facing right now. And this is incredible information that throughout the course of the past couple of years, we've been discussing and we've been hearing discussed on various different platforms that never before in history has come to the fore. And more and more people in this season of rising consciousness are starting to understand the web of evil behind the scenes that they may not have accepted The true nature of the evil yet. And that's one of the biggest stumbling blocks that we face, and perhaps I think it's the biggest one of all, is getting people to understand, first of all, that the entire foundation of their life has been a lie. And second of all, that it's been concocted by an evil satanic occult religion that holds it all together, that ties it all together. So even though a lot of the normies out there, they haven't gotten to that point. They've certainly recognized some of the other elements of what I'm talking about right now in terms of the debt slavery, in terms of there never being any real justice, in terms of there always being deception and lies upon lies upon lies. People get it now that you can't trust what you hear on the TV. Doesn't mean that they've awakened necessarily, but they're in the early stages of that. You've heard me talk before about the five stages of grief. And when you realize that your entire life has been based upon a lie, a a false paradigm, you have to grieve that. All of us have grieved that at certain points. We resisted that in the beginning because we didn't want to believe it. You've heard Gene Decode even talk about it how he sent his students out there to try to disprove all of these things that he came to discover. Because he didn't want to believe them. They didn't want to believe them. Nobody wants to believe them. But that doesn't change the fact that it's the truth. And we're getting closer and closer, folks, with these congressional investigations that are unfolding. And by the way, that's not to suggest that I think that we're going to get justice within the Justice Department. I've been very clear about that, that I think We're going to see a whole bunch of information exposed. There's going to be a lot of disclosure, but actual justice, in my view, is going to be denied within this system, which is going to then necessitate one one of the reasons that's going to necessitate military intervention, because it's going to be a denial of justice at the same time that a massive tidal wave of awakening has happened where people get the truth, and they also can see very clearly that the system is designed to insulate and protect itself. And that there is no justice. That's not the point of these congressional investigations to get to justice. The military is going to deliver that. The point of these investigations is to open up people's eyes. And it is is doing that massively, folks. We simply can't deny that. Every move that the deep state makes is backfiring, is blowing up in their face. And whether or not you believe, as I do, that this clown show is being puppeteered by the white hats behind the scenes, or whether you believe that the deep state are the ones that are pulling the strings. Either way, every single thing that they do ends up blowing up in their face. And conversely, pretty much everything that Trump says turns out to be true. The Q drops, even though they have been infused with disinformation, because well, it's pretty obvious that we weren't the only ones that were going to be looking at the cue drops. The enemy was going to be as well. There had to be fog of war and disinformation there. But we've seen statistical impossibilities come to pass. And that's something that we can never, ever forget, folks. All along the way, even though this movie is not intended for us, we've been given breadcrumbs by the White Hats in order to assure us future proves past, that we are headed in the right direction and that patriots are in control behind the scenes. And there's a million other things that I could say as supporting evidence for that. The fact that I'm even on the air right now, the fact that we're even having this conversation in the middle of 2023, we know very well that had Hillary won in 2016, all of us, all of us would either be, actively engaged militarily in fighting this enemy or we would be in prison camps or we would be dead. And that to me is something that I always have to remind myself because they had a very specific plan that the election of Donald Trump in 2016 massively interrupted. And that, of course, brings us into a conversation about the art of war, about game theory, about how the White Hats have been approaching this battle plan for this entire period that we've been living through. It's very easy to get discouraged. And by the way, I am no different from all of you in that sense. I've told people and All the way back in my first video, I've reminded people several times along the way, even though I'm a podcaster, even though I'm a voice in this community, and even though I'm a voice that's lucky and blessed enough to speak to many influential people in this community who are insiders and who really do have those connections, I'm one of you. And I'm proud that I'm one of you. I'm proud of the fact that I'm a voice that represents, to the best of his ability, the voice of the people. Because I think that's a big reason why so many people resonate with my show, particularly my coffee chats, because they can see that that is true. And that what I'm trying to do is I'm not here with an agenda. I'm not here trying to blow smoke. I'm here to try to dissipate the smoke, to dissipate the fog of war, so that we can better see what's actually occurring behind the scenes and beneath the surface. And we've done exactly that. And so certainly we do have those days when it appears as if nothing is happening or it may even appear at certain points that we're being deceived by both sides. In fact, I think we are being deceived by both sides. We've well established that, but there are days when myself and many of you out there have to ask ourselves that question. Are we being played? Is this all just one big PSYOP? Is this all designed so that we just sit on the sidelines and we don't take action and we don't rise up and all of these things? And I understand that whole argument. I mean, I've thought about it many times. But I've never actually believed that that is the case. I believe that the White Hats knew exactly how much the American people and really we the people all over the world can and will tolerate exactly how far they can go without having this pantomime turn into an actual kinetic battle to devolving into civil war, devolving into world war. I think they know precisely how far this can go. And I also think that's why they've told us that this is going to be a near-death experience. This is going to be the precipice of destruction. And I think a lot of people misinterpret that thinking that it's not going to feel that way for them because they're awake. That we're just going to sit back with the popcorn. We're going to watch all of this stuff unfold. And it's not going to be terrifying and scary and all of the things that it's undoubtedly going to be for the normies. See, I happen to think that when we finally get to the eye of the storm, that it's going to feel like a near-death experience, even for us. It's going to feel like the precipice of, of destruction, even for patriots, because there's this sense or this question that's building inside of all of us. This you might even call it a fear that the closer we get to the eye of the storm, that there's never going to be any outright resolution. That No one's going to just come out and tell us the truth, that it's just going to perpetually go on and on and on, and that we're going to just be led to our own destruction. There is that fear. And that's why you hear me talk about these things so often, because I think it's so important to recognize the truth beneath the surface so that we can transcend those fears and recognize what's actually going on. And the strategy that's been adopted by the Alliance has been based Right from the beginning, on game theory, on the art of war. And even though the art of war is something that's been talked about in detail as a part of this overall conversation about the Great Awakening, I think a lot of folks out there don't necessarily remind themselves often enough of what that entails, what this strategy of the alliance requires in order to be successful. It requires you waiting on the enemy to make their moves so that you can have them expend all of their resources, all of their ammunition, expose their agenda, discredit themselves, basically to spring a trap around themselves. Because they're allowed to do so with safeguards in place. Meanwhile, the White Hats are holding all of these trump cards that haven't even been played yet. And what we're seeing is we're seeing the gradual development of this strategy. We're seeing more and more pieces of the puzzle come together that all fit, that all makes sense. Even though the mainstream media are trying to convince us otherwise, that nothing makes sense, that there's no possible way that we could see a clear picture and we could see where we're headed. They're going to try to convince us of that because they don't want us to know. They don't want us to feel any sense of unity. They don't want us to feel any confidence. They don't want us to believe that we're actually winning. This psychological warfare. But we are. And that's why this show and other shows out there that people tune into are so vitally important to be able to deconstruct the narrative of what the enemy is trying to sell all of us in this information aspect of the war that's all geared... Toward maintaining their division so that they can keep that subterfuge in place, that ideological subversion, and retain power in the process. But we're not going to allow that to happen because we have committed ourselves, regardless of what ends up happening to each and every one of us truthers out there, we are an army and we have committed ourselves to this fight. And we are not going to stand by and allow the people to not be given the opportunity to hear the truth and to use their free will, to use their discernment ultimately to open up their eyes and to embrace reality. That's what this has been all about. And think about all the good that we've done in this process. Think about how these types of conversations and the spreading of truth has changed our world. You can see it everywhere, folks. People. Are facing cognitive dissonance. Those of us who are out there and have been on the front lines for a long time, a lot of people a lot longer than I have, have seen this gradual shift, this gradual change occur. And now, as we're getting into what I believe is probably the last year of this war in terms of it being covert as we're getting into these final stages, because I do think I'm more and more persuaded. I mean, especially now that it's halfway through July that we're probably going to be looking at next summer, not to suggest that nothing is going to happen between then and now, but I happen to think that it's probably going, we're, we're going to get right down to the wire. We're going to enter into this election season. But I don't think that that election is going to actually happen. And I mean, it's pretty incredible, folks, when you hear people like General Flynn come out and talk about the election of 2024 not happening due to a black swan event. That's amazing. That is a very, very important barometer of where we are right now. And there have been many statements that have been made in the past from military men like General Flynn, that have pointed in this direction, as we know. But this is huge. The fact that a mainstream individual, at least on the surface, like General Flynn, is making these types of statements, as far as I'm concerned, is a direct indication that we are actually in the final phases at this point in time. And when he's talking about a black swan event, he's talking about the banking system collapsing. And as far as I'm concerned, folks, everything that we've seen up until this point has just been an appetizer. It's been foreshadowing what's going to come, which is why I have been so adamant about getting this message out there about what folks can do to protect themselves. Now, we know that the quantum financial system is coming. We know that NASARA and JASARA are coming. We may not know all the exact details of what it's going to look like, but certainly a rising tide raises all ships. And that's what this is intended to do. But we also know that before we get there, there is going to be a major financial collapse. And it has to happen. It has to happen to bring the old fiat system down. As a matter of fact, Jim Willie was just talking about this on Beyond Mystic with Kerry last week, talking about the BRICS announcement that they're rolling out a gold-backed something, but they're not really calling it a currency. They're they're really playing this very close to the vest, as they say, because they know that if they put out all of their intentions out there, all of their blueprints, they're going to be sabotaged six ways from Sunday into obstruction, as Jim says. But what they are going to do, most likely, according to his analysis, and I agree, is they're going to create a gold-backed token for trade settlement that's going to accelerate the death of the petrodollar. Not a currency, but just a means of trade settlement. And that's why I've talked so much about why our economic situation here can't be viewed inside of the vacuum of just the United States. This is a worldwide interconnected economy. And when you have the BRICS, Nations at 85 plus percent, a critical mass of the world's GDP and population coming up with an alternative means, not even a currency, but an alternative means of trade settlement to compete with the already dying dollar. You can see exactly how this is going to unfold. And so, in the coming weeks and months, you can bet your bottom dollar, folks, more and more of these banks are going to collapse. There's going to be more and more panic financially. I don't know if it's going to be gradual or if it's all just going to happen at once in a black swan type of event, but one way or another there is a massive crash that is imminent. And that's why Patriot Underground Gold. This is this is the opportunity. This is the moment where everyone needs to look at their own personal finances and say, "Well, I have a 401k, I have an IRA, but I want to actually Protect all of those savings that I've worked my entire life to earn so that I don't have to take a massive hit. Some people are talking about 30, 40, 50% decline in the stock market. We don't even know, folks. I mean, certain elements of this are unknown, but we're talking about a financial crash on par with the Great Depression of the 1930s. The difference being this time is that the white hats have a gold backed currency. That's ready to go, waiting in the wings so that we're not going to actually enter into a Great Depression. But in terms of the financial losses that people are going to take initially, it's going to feel that way. And it's going to also accompany a nuclear scare event, in my view, or some sort of a cyber attack or both. A period of darkness where the grid goes down, communications get taken out, the Internet goes down. All is going to appear to be lost. And by the way, don't expect there to be any major justice between now and then either. This is all going to be amidst the backdrop of more denial of justice at the same time as all of these evils are coming to the fore into the consciousness of the masses. That's what the precipice of destruction is. That's what this near-death experience is going to look and feel like. And even for us who are very well-versed and educated in this and researched, it's going to be a very harrowing experience. And that's why I think a lot of people, you know, scrolling back a little bit here, that's why I think so many people in the community are getting cynical and expressing doubt and feeling already as if we've been abandoned, as if we're being played. All of this is part of the near-death experience. The precipice of destruction. We have to recognize that. It's not supposed to feel like it's getting better as you're reaching the precipice of destruction. It's supposed to feel exactly the opposite. But yet, because we have higher levels of consciousness, we can identify at the same time as it appears that we're careening off a cliff. The reality of the matter is is that everything in that process is being disclosed. All of the evil of the enemy is coming out at the same time that they're trying to clamp down on all of us, censor all of us, depopulate all of us, keep us separated, keep us with masks on our face, keep us in fear, keep us hating one another, because that's how they stay in power. But because the White Hats are actually in control behind the scenes, that's the reason that all of this truth is coming out, folks. It's not because the deep state's still in power. And they're leaking their own secrets. It's because the alliance is in control behind the scenes. And we all know it. But we have to be reminded of that. Because we're facing a very formidable enemy. That's very good at what they do in creating an illusion and gaslighting. This is what they've done for centuries. And because they're not like us, because they don't have empathy, they don't have compassion, they are cold blooded, calculating creatures. They are not human. So many of us can't even begin to wrap our brains around that the way that they think, the way that they operate, how ruthless they are. We've accepted it, but the general population, even if they don't like people like Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama and Biden and all these people, there hasn't been this universal recognition that these elites are cabalists. These are not human beings in the same way that you and I are. And there's a whole discussion that we've, I mean, we've had this discussion many times about the history of this, the roots of this, in terms of corrupting our DNA and where these beings actually came from and i'm not going to get into that today but suffice to say they are not the same as us and so therefore the way that they operate is very very difficult for people who haven't researched who haven't embraced the truth to be able to even begin to accept but we are getting closer and closer and closer to that folks i mean we're talking about a false flag alien invasion we're talking about being on the precipice of nuclear war. We're talking about financial black swan events where the entire fiat system comes down. The whole world is in flux right now. Everything is changing. And we're witnessing a pantomime, a movie to roll all of this out, to wake people up, to get them to understand the true nature of the world to the best of their ability before the military steps out of the shadows. And we actually experience the eye of the storm. But we are getting so close, folks. And like I've said, I don't think, I mean, you hear me talk a lot about the overall timeline and the overall strategy of the White Hats and encouraging each and every one of you out there to respect all of the different elements of this war and to respect the time that it's taking. That being said, it's also equally important to point out that this can't go on forever. And like I said, I don't think that we're going to get to the 2024 election. I think that it's very possible we could get into next summer and feel like we're approaching. We could get into the whole campaign season and everything could appear as if it's moving in that direction. But given a multitude of different reasons right now, mostly financial and, of course, geopolitical in terms of the wars that are going on right now, we're not going to be able to get to 2024 without a major event that's going to transpire, which will make having an election impossible. So we are in the final phase. And by the way, I think most people out there would agree, we're not going to go through another presidential election and have it be stolen again and have there be nothing that comes of it, no justice, no resolution, not even acknowledgement that it happened. This country can't survive that again. We already know what's going to happen if, God forbid, it were to go in that direction. We're talking about secession. We're talking about gradual dissolution of the Union and civil war. But if that were going to happen, as I've made the case many times before, it would have already. And so the point I'm making here is we have to be patient. We are in the final phases, but we also have to temper that patience with the realistic assessment that this can only go on for so long. And I think the White Hats have known that right from the beginning. And that they devised what is, in essence, an eight-year war plan to roll all of this out. And that we are getting into the very final phases. And as you always hear me talk about, folks, it is so important for each and every one of us to always keep at the forefront of our minds The importance of our role. Each and every one of us was pre-awakened by God in order to be part of pioneering this movement, in order to be a part of teaching and healing and guiding humanity into this future, which I believe with every fiber of my being, as God is my witness, we are entering into a golden age. And I do not shy away from that, People can disagree with me all day long. That's fine. I welcome differences of opinion. But in my very core, I've always believed in humanity, and I've always believed in God, and I've always believed that we would see this battle through, we would see this fight through. And even if it comes down to the 11th hour, as indeed it will, the precipice of destruction and the near-death experience is going to awaken, not just the rest of humanity to the truth but it's going to awaken a survival instinct inside of all of us and i think quite frankly that has been what's going on very quietly now for the past couple of years and it's starting to get louder and louder and louder because humanity instinctively and intuitively can sense that something is wrong and that our very survival is on the line here This is an incredible time to be alive. This is an unbelievable war between good and evil, the likes of which has never been seen before, folks. And we can never forget how important our role is if we don't stand for the truth, if we don't hold the line, if we allow the enemy's attacks to be effective at dividing us in these final phases, then who's going to guide humanity into this new era? It has to be us. We were chosen for a reason. So keep your head up, hold the line, and always believe in humanity as I do. God has already won, and we are on the cusp of the greatest times of our lives, experiences the likes of which we can't even imagine are going to become realities, folks. I promise each and every one of you out there that what we are fighting for is not in vain. It never has been in vain. That's what the enemy wants to convince you. They want you to believe that there is no force of good, that there are no ghosts in the machine, that there is no controlled demolition, no military sting operation going on, but you know that not to be the truth. That's why you're still here. That's why you're still listening. And that's why you're never going to stop fighting, especially now that we've entered into the final phases before the eye of the storm. All right, everybody, hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. Please take a second to hit that like button if you did, and let me know in the comments what you thought of today's episode. For those of you out there who are inclined to support my work, you can check out patriotunderground.shop, pick up an item or two, very high quality products, very affordable, helps me out tremendously, especially now that I have been taken off of patron and buy me a coffee. I didn't last two months on buy me a coffee. So just putting that out there for folks who want to support what I do, who want to support my vision and help me move in the direction of becoming a full-time podcaster. These are the ways you can do that. PatriotUndergroundShop.com. Also, you heard me mention PatriotUndergroundGold.com. This is the time to do it, folks. It's a great way To diversify, bare minimum, to protect yourselves. But I think, quite honestly, that for the time being, even though I'm not a financial advisor, I have to put that out there, the people that I'm working with are. And I happen to think that for the time being, taking your entire 401k and IRA and just putting it in precious metals is the wise move for people who want to protect their wealth. So this is a great opportunity, patriotundergroundgold.com. Click the link in the description today. And finally, folks, before I sign off, patriotswitch.com/patriotunderground—the best company out there for all of your personal and household items, manufactured here in the United States by a company that supports what we're doing, that's standing shoulder to shoulder with us, that is defunding the cabal by competing directly with the big box conglomerates. This is a no-brainer. This is money that you're going to spend anyway to support your life, your family the cleanliness of your home, your hygiene, et cetera. These are not optional items. These are things that we all need. Might as well purchase them from the good guys. Patriotswitch.com slash Patriot Underground. Check it out today, folks. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow. I'm having Brad Olson back on the show. I'm very excited to touch base with him. And then later in the week, I've got Jim Willie coming back for another update. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening. God bless and Godspeed. Thank you so much for all of your support. I'll be back soon. Patriot out.